from R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, this is The Retirement. When you retire, if you want an exciting life, you need a boring investment strategy. Matters. If you enter into retirement without a plan for income, you're not retired. You're simply unemployed. Podcast. Hey, this is your host, Dale Smothers, and you're listening to the Retirement Matters Podcast. My hope is that you will find the information you need in every single show on how to do one of the three things, either saving more money more efficiently, planning better for your future where you can live in retirement worry-free, or my favorite, how you can live a happy and fulfilled life in this life you have been given. We know that your time is valuable and we appreciate you spending it listening to this episode of The Retirement Matters Podcast. On this episode of the Retirement Matters podcast, I come to you with the understanding that Roth conversions could very easily help you in the tax planning category of your retirement plan. But at the end of this episode, uh, after spending a lot of time on the taxation, I, I actually hit very strongly the other five worlds of retirement income planning. There are four other in addition to tax planning and why you have to be very efficient in all five worlds. And just like most of the other episodes that we have on this podcast, this particular episode comes to you from a recent radio show that we're doing in South Central Kentucky, North Central Tennessee. We love serving that community, but we're more than happy and more than able to help the listeners of this podcast. We've already done so a few times in the past. We love hearing from you. If you have any feedback on these shows or anything that you would like to add, we'd be happy for you to give an honest review. It doesn't have to be positive. An honest review and some feedback on what you'd like to hear more of on the show. Until we talk next week, always remember, save money, plan well, live happy. And we'd love to hear from you directly by calling our office, 270-600-PLAN. Enjoy this episode of the Retirement Matters Podcast. Good morning to you. I hope you're doing well and you're ready to start discussing all things Retirement Matters. This morning, we're jumping into our Pause for Positivity. This week's Pause for Positivity comes to you from a story that I read just a couple of days ago in the news about hundreds of Civil War air gold coins that were found in a farm uh, in the ground on a farm in Kentucky. And I thought it was just neat. I I wanted to bring it to you. And then on the back end of this story, I want to go into a little bit of positive reflection around what we do from day to day with our own treasure. So let's jump straight to the story here. This was uh, done by WAVE Wave 3 out of Louisville, Kentucky. And I'll just jump straight to this story. I'll come back to you on the back end of this with a little bit of positive reflection. Finding some lost money almost always makes your day. But what happens when that money is lost from the 1800s and you found it in a Kentucky cornfield? Wave News reporter David Mattingly has a story of what's being called the Great Kentucky Hoard. This is more than just a discovery of rare coins. It is a compelling mystery from desperate times over a century and a half ago. There are more than 700 rare U.S. gold coins dating from 1840 to 1862, and they've become one of the greatest coin-collecting finds of the 21st century. Unearthed recently in a Kentucky cornfield, these coins are estimated at a value exceeding $2 million, an extremely rare find as buried treasures go, 
rarer still to find them in such good condition. Uh, underneath were just these phenomenally beautiful uh, preserved coins. Um, and I think they were preserved so well because they weren't exposed to air and they were uh, buried in the ground. The mystery of how they landed in that Kentucky cornfield promotes speculation. One likely scenario has a wealthy Kentuckian burying his wealth to hide it from an advancing Confederate army. If you had a lot of money, historically you buried it. Banks were good, they robbed the banks. You had to find a place that was secure and most times throughout history, people bury money. What happens if you bury money and you get killed? It stays in the ground. Why the owner failed to return is unknown. And 160 years later, new questions arise. Adding to the mystery is the secrecy surrounding the discovery itself. We don't know the name of the man who found the coins. We also don't know exactly where he found them or how he found them. That information is being withheld. Regardless, this is one Kentucky cash crop that is getting a lot of attention. A priceless story about a highly improbable find. And all of the coins are now on the market. The money they are expected to make is expected to be just as interesting as the story behind them. David Mattingly, Wave News. So this is where this is where I, I start to think about a Bible story. Uh, it's a Bible story we all know. It's a story of uh, this king who hands three individuals money. And he asks them to be good stewards. And some of those individuals uh, take money to the exchangers, the Bible says. They take them and make more money. He gives one five, he gives one two, and he gives one one coin. The one with five takes it and makes ten. The one with two takes it and makes four. The one with one takes his treasure and buries it in the earth. Now, there's a lot of similarities there. A lot of things that you could quote-unquote preach on about this scripture. But this is the very epitome of what took place. Now, because of inflation, 160 years worth of inflation, uh, the, the Civil War coins that we just heard about are probably worth a lot more now than they were then. And you've got uh, nearly, uh, who knows how many millions of dollars additional money that will be added to those because they are, in fact, Civil War coins. But in the Bible story, the king who hands the talents to the three stewards, he goes away for a short period of time. And when he returns, he demands of the stewards the money that he had given them. And the one with five appears before the king and says, here's my five plus five more. And he says, that is great. Wonderful job. The one with four uh, comes in and says, listen, here's the two you gave me and here's two more. And the king says something on the order of, well done, good and faithful servant. And then the one with one comes to the king and says, I know you were a hard master and, and you, you sought to reap where you did not sow. And because of that, I was fearful. I dug in the earth and hid my coin. And the king uh, did not look favorably upon that steward. As a matter of fact, the, the steward that he gave that money to uh, probably met his demise, according to some of the scriptures, if you read certain texts. Uh, and, and at the end of it all, he lost the one that he had buried, 
and gave that one coin, the king gave that one coin to the one who had made five turn into ten. Now, that is the short story, short version of that story that Jesus told as a parable. And Jesus went on to explain his parable. I want to talk to you about what we're doing with our talents. What are we doing with our our coins that we have been blessed with? I'm not talking about money here. I'm, I'm detaching the idea of money. You know, I'm not going to use that scripture and say you should be investing your money. Why are you putting it in the banks? Why are you putting it in the mason jar out back? I'm literally talking about what we've been given as individuals. We have all been given talents. And if we go to this Civil War story that was just discussed and how incredible that is that, you know, someone has found something of such amazing value and, and it was actually in the news and this is positive news. And these are these are neat and interesting facts that you may have turned off because so much of the news we hear is negative. I know of a lot of people who never even watch the news anymore. I bring this segment to you each and every week in order to give you time to positively reflect on things that actually happen. Sometimes we bring you Aesop's fables. Sometimes we bring you Bible scriptures. Sometimes we bring you Proverbs. Sometimes we just bring you inspirational stories. But whatever it is that we discuss here in this first section of every show of the Retirement Matters show is not about money. It's about something much more important. And that is how we are living our life and how we're impacting those around us on a daily basis. We talk a lot about mindset. And I want you to think of this idea of scarcity. The servant who was scared that he would not be able to make his one turn into two. He was afraid instead that he would lose what he had been given. And so for that reason, he he buried it in the earth. How many times do we go around in our daily life thinking that if we show our talents, people will make fun of us, people will ridicule us, people may even try to strip it from us, make us make us uh, comply with the norms. These are things that my seven-year-old is going through right now, but the, the reality is we don't grow out of them. Whether you're seven or 77, You either have to tame the beast of conformity or you have to submit to it. And it's up to you what you do. This gentleman who buried whoever it would have been, the man or the lady who buried this amazing fortune in the earth during the Civil War never got to spend a dime of it. And while it it could be debated on why he never came back to spend any of it, it is very evident that because he never got to spend any of that money, those around him were not able to prosper from that money. You see, just like money, which has a, a, a cycle about it, when you hand someone $100 for uh, an item, that person then can take that $100 and pay their light bill, or that person can then take that $100 and, and pay the farmer to uh, buy food, and then the farmer can turn around and make more food for more people. This cycle, this cyclical nature of dollars that we exchange in today's economy is the same on a spiritual level, on an emotional level. And it's been around for many, many years. What goes around comes around. Have you heard that statement? That's not talking about dollars. That's talking about how you treat people. 
That's talking about how you pour into people. That's talking about the talents that you deliver to people. What if what if Beethoven had never brought out his amazing talents behind a piano because, well, he's blind and, and he's not supposed to do that? I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't know per se, what would have changed in the future? What what of our current present today would be different because Beethoven never released his talent? But I can tell you this, your neighbor will not be the same if you hoard your talents instead of delivering them to that neighbor, pouring out what you've been given. That's what we're called to do. I challenge you this week, think about this story, look it up, watch the video, see the coins. They're pretty neat. But as you do this, I want you to think about your own talents and how you need to stop burying them in the ground and instead deliver them to the world around you. We all have buried inside of us the ability to make a difference. I believe that to be true, and I believe in you and your ability to let your light shine. Let's jump straight to some financial matters in the Retirement Matters show right after this break. You're listening to the Retirement Matters Show with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management. We specialize in building retirement plans that allow you to walk away from the worry of running out of money. If you'd like to chat with a member of our team, you can do so absolutely free by calling 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-PLAN. Visit us online at rdswealth.com and be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter. All right, guys, welcome back to the show. Let's talk today about taxes. Taxes in retirement, they're extremely important because at the end of the day, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much money you keep. So this is why at RD Smothers Wealth Management, when we're beginning to map out a plan for those who are retiring, we are looking for income. First off, we are looking for income. All the income you need needs to be disclosed to your retirement planner. And we like to say that's the income you need on an everyday is Saturday kind of budget. When do you spend the most of your money? Well, typically that's Saturday. And when you retire, every day is Saturday. So as an everyday is Saturday type of budget, maybe you're spending more than you were spending before you retired because now you have nothing to do but spend money and do things. You're entering into the go-go years. When you're in these go-go years, you are going to be spending money as much as you can because it's time for you to accumulate memories. If there's one thing we want you to do in retirement, it's to accumulate memories. Not money, memories. Accumulating money, just like in our story for the Pause for Positivity, will do you no good if you die with all of it in the bank. What do you need to have? Memories. Memories with people, and people need to have memories with you. When you leave, leave a legacy of memories. There's my first piece of advice. Stop worrying about the zeros and commas in your account. Make sure it has the income that you need generated every single month, which then permits you to go out and live life to its fullest. Now, let's imagine that we've got the income squared away and the income plan is mapped out. You know where you're going to get your money from. You know how you're going to get your money. You know every single month what that paycheck's going to be. And you know that it has met the income gap, a.k.a. the amount of money you need every single month to be able to live the life you desire. We've got that squared away. Now what, Dale? Well, now you need to be looking at the taxation of that income and make sure that it is most efficiently delivered. 
So let's talk about the taxation of retirement accounts for just a minute. And to do that, I want you to think about your 401k, your 403b, your 457, the IRAs that you may have. If those things are not considered Roth, R-O-T-H, if they're not Roth, then when you pull them out, you will pay taxes on every dollar you pull out of that account. And you will pay that at the income tax at which you find yourself in that particular year. So when you are thinking about your 401k, how much money do you have? Right now, I want you to do this exercise with me. I want you to think, don't close your eyes unless you're not driving. (laughs) I want you to think about the number in your 401k right now. How much is in there? Is it 500,000? Is it a million? Is it 2 million? Is it 3 million? How much is in your 401k? How much is in your IRA? How much is in your 403B or 457? Notice I did not say the Roth accounts. I just said the traditional IRA or the traditional 401k or the what we would call pre-tax 401k. Now that you got that number and you know how much that is, I want you to think about how much of that money you own. I can hear you now saying, Dale, what do you mean? Every bit of that money is my money. But the reality is you are in a silent partnership with the IRS. And that silent partnership does not have a defined amount of money that they require. They do not tell you how much you are entering into business with them. Would you ever do that in another business? Let's imagine you and your friend wanted to start a business. And let's just say that you wanted, uh, ladies out there, let's say that you wanted to start a flower business. And you said to your friend, hey, listen, I'd like to go into business with you. And they say, sure, I'll go into business with you. And you never decide on who owns what. Is it 50-50? Is it 90-10? And then when you get ready to sell the business or you get ready to take your first quarterly profit, your friend looks at you and says, oh, no, 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 no. 80% of that is mine. What? No, listen, actually 90% is mine this time because we took more than last time. That's how the IRS works. (laughs) If you don't have a plan in place for your 401k, the IRS will come calling and how much they demand depends on at that point in time how much you take and how much they deem to be rightfully theirs with something called the Internal Revenue Code. The Internal Revenue Code is going to determine how much of your 401k gets paid at taxes when it comes time to pay your taxes. So we have to have this plan around how much in tax you will pay, and is there possibly a way to pay less in taxes over the lifetime of your retirement? The answer is most of the time, yes. And the way we do that is we take the number that we know today, let's imagine it's 12 or 22%, and we pay out as much to the IRS as they will allow us to pay at that 12 or 22%, moving that money then to a tax-free environment. What I've just described to you is a very simple way of understanding a Roth conversion. We're going to pay the IRS a defined and very negotiated rate on your money in the IRA, and then later, never have to pay them again when you pull money out. Because just like we were talking about the IRA or the 401k, and and, and if you've not listened to the episode of don't retire with a 401k, retire with an IRA, we did that two or three episodes ago, go catch that on our podcast. Uh, You can look up the Retirement Matters podcast on the podcast streaming service of your choice, 
find that and listen to it. And just for the sake of argument and simplicity here, I'll go ahead and summarize it. You need to be retiring with an IRA, not a 401k, most of the time because you have more control. And what I'm discussing here is a perfect example. Being able to take that money, pay taxes on it, how and when you want to, and then never have to pay taxes on it again. The Roth IRA does not make you pay taxes on the money you pull out. You've already paid tax. Never getting double taxation, that's the goal, inside of a retirement account. Why in the world would we take a deferred tax at, say, 20% or 12%? Let's imagine we're in the 22% tax bracket, and, and our effective tax on every dollar we spend is, let's say, 17%. Well, let me tell you something. Uh, I want you to go to a website real quick. Uh, if you are close to a computer or maybe after the show, get on your phone and look at the U.S. Debt Clock. USDebtClock.org, I believe, is the website. But just Google U.S. Debt Clock. And I want you to look at how much money our country is spending each and every minute. It's mind-boggling. We are going in debt every single second by the millions of dollars in debt. How do we pay our debt as a national uh, balance sheet? Well, we've got to raise taxes, most likely. Raising taxes is most likely a part of the solution to claw ourselves out of debt. And what I'm telling you is, if you're close to retirement and you have not gotten a plan mapped out for taxes, if you've not sat down with a fiduciary and mapped out a plan for how much you'll pay in taxes and whether or not it's best for you to pay them now or later, you need to be doing that. Sit down with a retirement income planner. Don't just take the advice of, oh, yeah, yeah, you need a Roth conversion. Okay, show me why. Because it doesn't make sense for everybody. But if your advisor is not looking at that, and we look at that for every one of our clients, if your advisor is not looking at that for you, oh, my goodness, you're missing out on a golden opportunity for some, and you are costing yourself a lot of money if you're not building a true tax plan inside of your portfolio. Now, I don't do taxes. Our firm does not uh, uh, try to do taxes. But we, we know exactly how you need to be positioning your money to get it into tax-free environments in the future. We always talk about diversification, which is a fancy word for saying you have a lot of different stocks in a lot of different sectors of the market, uh, where if the market's down big, maybe you're not down nearly as big. We talk about diversification of assets, but we never talk about diversification of taxes. And when I say we, I'm talking about the industry. Our firm has been talking about taxes for years now because it's a major impact on how much money you get to keep in your retirement account. Especially now as these rising uh, interest rates are taking place and we're printing money by the trillions of dollars on an annual basis, I'm telling you, to, to make sure that your tax plan is squared away is important, and we would love to show you how. 270-600-PLAN, and we're helping a lot of people who are just reaching the age of 59 and a half be able to take their money and control that 401k a little bit more effectively inside of the IRA with an in-service rollover. We can talk to you about that and how it may help you, not only in your tax planning, but in every other world 
of retirement money management. And that's what we're going to talk about whenever we get back. The five worlds of money management, how it pertains to you in retirement years. We're going to discuss all of this as soon as we get back from this quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's fourth and one with two seconds left in the game. Less than one yard separates you from victory. You have the best running back in the league, but your coach calls a Hail Mary. As silly as that sounds, we see a lot of retirement managers being far too aggressive with your investments when a more conservative play would be a better fit. You have questions, we have answers. Contact R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, 270-600-PLAN. That's 270-600-7526. All right, guys, we got about six minutes to wrap up here, so I'm going to go through the five worlds of money management. And this is what I'm going to tell you. If your financial advisor is not helping you with all five of these worlds, you need to find a fiduciary advisor who builds a retirement plan based off of the CFP standard, which is this. There has to be a discussion around income. There has to be a discussion around your investments. There has to be a discussion around your taxes. There has to be a discussion around your legacy. And there has to be a discussion around your health care planning. You have to understand all five of these worlds to have effective retirement management And so let's just go through each one of them. Most people have their investment world checked off if they're doing any kind of planning at all. We talk to a lot of people who come to us and uh, their, their investment advisor or their broker has already been talking to them for years about what stocks to buy and and what bonds to buy, what stocks to sell. All of this is inside of a portfolio. Some people come to us and they just have a bunch of mix match of things. They've bought a little bit here. Maybe they bought uh, some money from uh, one firm and then they took some money to another firm and then they took some money to T-bills and then they've got CDs and they've got money in savings accounts. And Oh, by the way, I heard that I-bonds were paying 8 and 9%, so I went ahead and bought some of those. And they sit down with us and they realize, you know what, we don't really have much of an investment plan at all. We're just buying things. So the investment plan itself has to be on a schedule. Why we're buying things? Why are you buying this investment? Well, duh, Dale, (laughs) we want it to go up. Well, there comes a point where that's not the objective. And that point of wanting it to just go up is not the objective. The day in which you turn on income from that retirement account. So before we even start with your investments at Artie Smothers Wealth Management, we start focusing on income How much income do you need? And that's a question a lot of people have never even been asked because most investment advisors are never going into this world of money management. Income. We start every single plan with an income plan, and that income plan determines how we invest any of the money. The income plan should be built by stacking all of your guaranteed incomes together, having a target, and then figuring out the difference. The target needs to be defined by every day is Saturday money. What are you going to be spending in retirement? Once you have that, finding your income gap becomes pretty easy. And once we have the income gap, then we can revisit the investment world and start to build the investment plan as a true plan and not just a portfolio of stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and (laughs) T-bills. And I say that tongue-in-cheek, but there are so many people out there who think, oh yeah, I've got a plan. And it's just simply living in the investment world. 
After we talk about investments and income, now we move into tax planning, which is what we did the entire second segment of the show on. So I won't spend a lot of time, but I'll tell you again, it's not about how much money you make. It's about how much money you keep and making and keeping as much money as you possibly can. We have a we have a billboard in a couple of places that says protect and grow yours. Well, we're not only protecting it from market risk, but also protecting it from the greedy hands of the IRS. How do we protect it? And keep more of it. How do we do that? Well, we have to have an efficient tax plan. From there, we go into healthcare planning, and and the healthcare planning is going to cover some of the most expensive years of your life if you actually land in a nursing home. But it also has this uh, even in our go go years when everything's sweet and you're running and gunning. You've still got this time of healthcare planning that needs to take place around Medicare. I was talking to a client, an actual client, the other day who's been with us for about two years, and they said, you know, I'm approaching 65, and I'm, I'm just not sure what to do with the Medicare. And I said, well, we've already got you covered on that. It's in the plan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We're, we've already got that done. So we have specialists that we have partnered with to be able to get you the right information you need on Medicare. Medicare A, B, C, D, the alphabet soup of Medicare, it's all within the plan. And then we go to legacy planning, and that is how and when we need to leave the money we want to the people we want, and again, as efficiently as possible. Efficient for taxation, efficient for delivering those things with a cost basis step up. The efficiency of your money in passing is sometimes overlooked, and for that reason, leaves your beneficiaries with a burden that it's hard to bear. What we want to do is make your retirement everything you've imagined and make it as efficient and optimal as possible. Doing all of this without the fear or worry of running out of money in retirement. All right, guys, that's the show. I appreciate you tuning in each and every week. Listen, we do things differently at RD Smothers Wealth Management than a lot of other firms. We're not just living in the investment world. And although we do talk a lot about investments on this show, it's all about the objectives. Your investments need to be invested with an objective as you reach your 60s. When you're 55 or older, it's time to start talking about retirement. When you're 59 or older, it's time that you can truly take control of most of your retirement assets that are in your 401k. If you're 20 or younger and you're listening to the show, first of all, I'm flattered and I appreciate you tuning in. The investment advice I have for you is just hold on. Keep giving it gas. You're going to be okay. But when it comes time to retirement, that wait-and-see approach can cost you a lot of money. We want to make sure that's not the case. 270-600-PLAN. Until we talk again next week, always remember, save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. God bless. Investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and RD Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. RD Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by RD Smothers Wealth Management.